<laughs> Do the intro and I'll talk about what we're talking about. All right. <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. I am joined... Uh, like It used to be in the beginning, it was kind of iffy, but now it's like consistently... Brennan and Rob here, you know, the three of us. We got our shit together. We we haven't, like, missed one for a while. So, anyways, uh, we're actually live on location today at the Atlas Brewing Company in Airdrie. Uh, So, yeah, like, uh, they've been, uh, well, we've known them since we've uh, gotten into the industry. And, uh, yeah, we're doing the industry night there. So, we're um, having some very delicious beers while some other people have some delicious beers here. And... Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Uh, so, Brendan, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Gardens of Gaia Extra Special Ale. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It is very good. Nice hoppy ale. And, Rob, what are you drinking? Yes, so I'm drinking one of their newer ones. It's actually a collab with 948, which is another local brewery here in Airdrie. Mm-hmm. And it's called Loki's Libations. Loki's Libations. Yeah. Ah. Ah, it's delicious. It's a little like a... They call it a hazy or hazy and nipas are the same thing, but yeah. yeah. So it's a hazy IPA. It's delicious. I really like it. Oh, yeah, excellent. I and, like the term. and it's in my new mug that just came in today. <laughs> so Alice has a mug club, and um, it doesn't have my name on it. Actually, just says solutions. So I assume that any of us can get that. Mug yes, that's the coming. kind of part of the yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, where did you find that? Was that an Amazon find, or was that like an Etsy thing, or because it looks no, it's, uh, it's no they, for this they, they do it. it here. Yeah. Oh, they do here. They, they know oh, okay. someone who does pottery, and uh, she uh, makes all these by hand. Oh, that is incredibly awesome! Yeah, there's a number of other bars that have done that, just scattered across the country, right? Yeah, like, and like your like, mug, and this, yeah, this is, is your mug. your mug when you yeah. come in. Yeah. Balzac also in Airdrie does a similar well, thing, and then well, yeah. it's interesting because it's like it looks old, like it looks like it's straight out of the '80s or something like that. Like I, fa- I would find this in my aunt's downstairs bar in like her old house that had like the uh, the padded leather. Um, sides of the bar, like it was just—it's an older style for sure, yeah. and it's it's something that. Yeah, what's really cool about it you'll is to take a picture of it and post it on the Instagram yeah. so our listeners know what we're talking yeah. about. What's really cool is it's made out of clay, but it looks like one of those old, uh, like those old school wood wood steins. Yeah, like it's got like the kind of like the cracked outside to it, so it kind of looks like it's wood, but it's not. That's right. Huh. Yeah, they have another style that they do here, which is more of a horn. It looks like it's like the bottom part of a horn okay yeah but uh, yeah i like this style more so that's my personal preference interesting um, yeah anyway so today we're trying to talk about something a little bit different which is really about nothing uh <laughs> i was just thinking is today was just it worked in- for seinfeld it'll work that's for right, yeah. <laughs> podcast about nothing <laughs> beer and friendship <laughs> why, why do we have no listeners oh no uh, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh no so the idea was um uh, well, I frequent Atlas Brewery here quite often. I'm here about once or twice a week. And um, Yeah, Rob, for our listeners, is actually wearing an Atlas hat and not a Solutions Brewing hat. That's how much he loves this place. I don't have... I sold my house Solutions hat. <laughs> so, okay, we really have to we do have, a merch run before <laughs> yeah. our next uh, our next. Uh, we need to do event. merch run. We're all out of t-shirts and hats. We're all out of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> anyways... Uh, so Atlas and 948, they usually get together every Thursday mm-hmm. uh, around the time that we're here, which is why I thought this time might be an interesting time because I thought that Atlas they would be here would and be Atlas here, yeah. and 948 would be here and uh, we could just like talk about the different beers because they're doing samples. Yeah. And um, yeah, 
So they're not here, so we're just going to talk about the beers ourselves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, also, weird fact, th- this particular day of the recording is the National U.S. Beer Day, so... Um, Happy yeah, beer there's, day, there's been a bunch of people posting about brew days and brewing and beers and stuff today too. So yeah, I got that on my uh, new work phone. It, it was uh, you know came in or whatever, but it was all defaulted to the U.S. So it had like a whole bunch of like the random holidays like already in it. And it's like, did you know today is National Beer Day? And I was like, what? And then, and then like looking, it's like it's set to somewhere in Seattle. It's like, okay, that makes sense down there, but okay, no location settings. So was like getting it all done, uh, yeah. which took more longer than anticipated because. Um, I haven't had an Apple product or I haven't bought an Apple product or used an Apple product in like earnest since 2006. I've never had an Apple product and I'm trying to keep it that way. And that's what, and that's what I was doing. I to my new boss today. It's like, she's like, Oh, how's your first week and all this stuff going? And I'm like, it's going great except for this. And she's like, Oh, like, you know, uh, actually like something's wrong or something. Like that. I'm like, no, I've got an iPhone. I've never used an iPhone in my life. Like, <laughs> like my friends have had iPhones, but like I have never done this. I'm like, trying to do swipes and gestures and all this kind of stuff and nothing's working so i'm just getting frustrated and like i don't know if I'm just going to swipe up and close the program i don't know how to get back i'm just going to start from the beginning and move all the way down again <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so I, I knew it was national beer day but it's like not canadian national beer day no, no. i don't think canada has national they beer do. day they, they do. do ours is in like august or something like that that's weird yeah. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm going to look that up right now. Canadian <laughs> yeah. National Beer Day. As Brendan and Steven pull out their phones to take a look. And uh, oh, yeah. a usable Android phone. Usable Android phone. So, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Thought it'd be a little bit different today. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the first time we've actually done a... August 5th. August 5th. Okay. Yeah, there you go. See? So, this is the first time we've done a recording Live outside of someone yeah. else's house. Yeah. So. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Actually, you know, we did do Jasper. I guess that was someone's house. We were in the Airbnb. Yeah. (laughs) On a technicality. (laughs) (laughs) It was a house that we had rented. Yes. It was ours for the day. Mm -hmm. That's right. I do enjoy this beer, though. This is, yeah, this is an excellent beer. Yeah, that's one of their three original ones. Gardens of Gaia. They have Pillars of Hercules and the Aphrodite's Ale. We should do a flight. Why aren't we doing a flight? We're going to be talking about different well, beers. You know, see what she's doing over well, there, Because we're doing a tasting day today. Yeah. So even so though the other guys aren't here, Kirsten's still being very generous and providing us some samples. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm catching up to what's happening. Yeah. It's, it's a little <laughs> slow. Ooh, there we go. Oh, we got something here from East, East Van. Van. East Van Brewing. These are the guys that did the pickle beer. Oh. Oh, yeah, but this is not made yeah, of pickles. Yeah, they did the pickle goza, which was amazing. Thank you, And Kirsten. so weird. Oh, yeah, Perfect. And then who else was it? It was, um, what else beer did I have of theirs? I think I had one of their Nipas or something like that, and it was absolutely delicious. But yeah, yeah, these are the same guys. So this one is called, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Kiora? Kiara. Kiara. That's how Kiara. 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 K-I-A-O-R-A. There's a space between, so I assume it's two words. And it's a double IPA. Kiara. 7.2%. Oh, geez. <laughs> Good thing these are just samples. <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. So this has got the ingredients on here. But, you know, norm- normally it'll just say, like, hops, yeast, ho- hops, yeast grain. But this actually says the grain that's in it. So we got some pale malt, some Munich malt, honey and rye malt. And then one, two, three, four different types of hops. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, because so that's just like a little just sidebar. Um, like we do it too. Um, like by law, you have to have like just the the basic ingredients in there. Um, you know, water, hops, yeast, and uh, and grain sort of thing, and then you know, varying grains if you have got wheat or you've got oats in it or something like that. But it's an interesting choice on the brewery because uh, it's it's individual to every brewery whether or not you put in the full list or just you know just the minimum required. Because yeah, you don't have to say what malt or what hop you put in. You just have to say hops yeah. and barley. And and I, I kind of respect people who do that, who actually put it in, because they're like, we we are confident in our beer, and like you know we we want to tell you what's in it, and then it also gives the uh, like a home brewer the opportunity to try and match it. And yeah, sort of and I mean, in all honesty, even if you know exactly what the ingredients are, the odds of you being able to figure out the recipe are pretty slim yeah like you have to be fairly experienced and you know you know try and pick out like oh is that more you know the bitter notes here or maybe they use this hop at the beginning and then they use one of the one, later ones at the end well, sort of thing it's more like you don't know what the percentages of everything are like how much of something you're adding so it's just yeah you can end up with all kinds of they add in a all quarter, kinds of combinations quarter ounce of rye just to throw everybody off. <laughs> yeah <they're- laughs> Well, that's basically what all black IPAs are. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to, or most common ones are just like, and we're going to make an IPA, but I'm just going to put just enough black malt in to make it dark. But it's not going to actually do anything, and that's well, like a sprinkle. The rye doesn't do that, though. That's uh, something else. No, no, it would be like dark. a roasted barley or something yeah. like yeah, that like, that Steve's talking about, like which is kind of what I did with the, the black mamba. And which is why it ended up being stout when it was meant to be <laughs> not quite as stouty. And that's with my, I remember uh, that then you told me how much you put in there. I was like, "Yep, that's a stout." Yeah. <laughs> and then my uh, my pandemic uh, my pandemic brown, which ended up being another stout. Yeah. <laughs> and then my pandemic amber, which ended up being more of a brown. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually pretty tasty brown. Oh, I think they were very good. I heard a back door close. I think that might be Hey, Brewer Mike. Ooh. Hey, Mike. That was very interesting. Looks like you just had a nap, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy's had a long brew day today, and I think he went home to take a nap. Yeah, we, we, we got a brief in. little story as he uh, as we came in that uh, had to do some cleaning this morning, and then like you know started late, and just many things went long today. So he's uh, he's been uh, brewing all day. Actually, See, Mike, we're br- just brewing doing all a week, actually. podcast recording, whatever. So no worries. Yeah, come join us. Yeah. That's for you. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Do you want a microphone? (laughs) Share with Steve or something. Yeah. If there's there's something. I'm sure it'll come through. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's loud here, anyways. It's gonna be. This will be an unedited episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just gonna be a little raw. Be minor, minor (laughs) minor editing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually going to try this now. So thanks for having us over, Mike. Inviting mm-hmm. us over. Yeah. So let's try this one. It's uh, it's got a lot of earthy notes on it. Yeah. I'm getting like earth and pine. It's a lot more a lot more earthy than I thought it was going to be for sure. Yeah, which I actually like. I've I've been having way too many juicy hazy IPAs lately that are no fruit forward and that's you know that's fine for what it is it's nice to have this uh 
a more <laughs> a more uh, traditional IPA at the moment. But it's interesting on the description there because they're beers. really playing up the Mutaka hops, Ooh. and they're saying juicy tropical punch is what they what they have on the can. Is that what it says on there? Yeah, mm. but it's 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 really a lot more piney. Yeah, like, that's what I'm getting out of it. I get more pine and a little bit of spiciness probably from the rye. Yeah, yeah. It's very good though. Oh, good old Centennial. <laughs> the workhorse of the beer industry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not a fan of Magnum Hops, Mike? I'm slightly allergic to it. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Future Mike's problem. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess that is a, a, a nice thing about putting like the full ingredient list on the beers, because then... You never know. There might actually be specific hops or specific things that you do you do might uh, might not enjoy or might try to avoid. Fair like, enough. Yeah. Uh, randomly, like my uh, mother-in-law is allergic to pears. Like no other fruits or anything like that, but just pears. Interesting. Yeah, that's an odd one to be yeah. allergic it, to. Uh, like again, not even apples or anything like that. Yeah, like apples like... are fine. Bananas, pineapples, like all the stuff is fine. But pears is because I made a I made a. a a summer fruit one one time that was I had a pear additive in it. It's like a like a pear chardonnay or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I went to serve it to her, and I like this fairly early in the relationship, so I didn't know any better. And sure enough, she's like, "I can't have that." I'm like, "Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry." Yeah. Like, and it's like, "Yeah, I'm allergic to pears." What? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I did a pear wine once, um, pear pinot grigio, but mm. I'm an idiot, so I put oaks in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I now have a terrible pear wine. <laughs> Anybody wants a bottle of terrible white? <laughs> we could distill it. That would be interesting. Actually, actually, yeah, at that point, I, I probably still got twenty bottles of the damn stuff. So, bring them over. We'll distill it. Sounds like a plan. I'm I say, like how many houses has that pear wine been to now? Like oh, three? Oh, I, I, I made it in Tuscany. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, it's, so it's, it went to the Bread Creek House, and now it's yeah. back in the Calgary yeah. House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's aged well. I've just been carrying around uh, two cases of wine everywhere. I <laughs> Maybe it's smelling out. <laughs> yeah. it's 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 now aged <laughs> yeah wine ages in uh, in bottles right yeah yeah it totally does whatever whatever traces of oak are still left in the wine <laughs> <laughs> but it actually it could be like your um your failed winter spice ale actually i did like that after yeah. after a year so yeah you're gonna say that, you want to tell mike the story that that mellowed out it so a couple years ago i tried to make a winter spice ale um at a higher alcohol percentage and using my same setup at home and all that sort of stuff and for our listeners this was on several previous episodes now because i talk (laughs) about it every other time it's my greatest failure um anyway instead of my usual 11 pound 12 pound grain bill is uh 16 17 pounds um did the same kind of uh water ratio water water to malt water to malt ratio but i still had my only my five gallon uh, uh, pot. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the water in there, everything, and I was doing brewing the bag at the time. So I had the water heating up. I threw the bag in there and everything, and then I had this big old bag of grain. Oh yeah, yeah. I got about half the grain in there and realized I was going to have a problem, but then didn't think of a way out. So I kept adding grain, and the whole thing spilled everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was an interesting dash, and then got through that with a big mess. Cleaned the mess up. Went to do the boil. Boiled over. <laughs> clean that up again my wife luckily my wife wasn't really in the kitchen for the four hours that I was uh, <laughs> screwing around with this long story short targeting about a six six and a half ended up at eight 
Yeah, it was pretty high. Or somewhere around there. Um, the initial bottles, or the initial keg of it was uh, uh, spice on the front with a nice ethanol finish. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just harsh. Yeah, ni- nice burn. Yeah. yeah. So I, I bottled uh, a dozen of them, poured out the rest of the keg, considered it a failure kept the bottles in the in the cold room downstairs for for a while and every now and then i'd be like oh you know this has been here for a while maybe i open one and tried and Delicious. nope still bad nope still bad nope still bad until chinese new year this yeah. year month, so, month and a half ago so it's in the bottle probably a year and 10 months or so and i was like well steve was over helping me cook and i was like you know what this is the last one let's just burn through it pop it open pour a couple glasses we take it you know, that's actually very pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it only took two years. <laughs> so I got to get a little oak uh, a little oak cask now and brew the same thing and just throw it in there for a year. And they got all yeah. my grapes to glass. You can scoop some. There we go. Yeah. yeah. We had a uh, Russian Imperial Stout that uh, Michael and I did. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, same thing. It was a Imperial. It pushed the limits of the rubble brew like... Like it was this far below the lip. It was just ridiculous. (laughs) You know, slowly stirring. You're adding grain, watching it absorb. Add more grain, watch it absorb. (laughs) That's all you could do. And uh, hit the hit the yeast. Fermented it. It it fermented right out. One zero zero two. Oh, right right out. So uh, bottled it. Took a drink. Like, oh, this tastes not. <laughs> <laughs> All you could taste was barley, like just that dry barley taste. Yeah. Out. Just dried it right out. So uh, we were mixing it with Kahlua. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. Which made it very delicious. And then uh, we forgot about it. And then I had boxes of it, like two cases of it, and uh, two six fifty cases of it. And they got buried underneath a whole bunch of other bottles. Mm-hmm. And digging through my bottles, I was like, oh, what's this? Popped it off. It was delicious. I was like, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. It just mellowed right out. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it just need, needs a little time just to calm down and settle on that. Yeah, it was about, it was just under 11%. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Here's your barley wine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah funny well they say time solves all problems so yeah yeah it heals all wounds or something like that yeah <laughs> i'm not sure that's true with infected beer <laughs> well <laughs> i don't think that gets better at some point it just gets up and walks away so well that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true or vinegar or it becomes vinegar, yeah, vinegar. Yeah. i had uh, <laughs> a an old story my dad apparently made wine when he was a young man Many, 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 many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we found a bottle of it at my grandparents' place. Maybe like, there was still two, like two one years ago. There bottle. was like one surviving. Oh, this is oh yeah, this is when your dad made wine. When he was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been in the bottle now for 30, 30 odd years and stuff like that. So we took it out and we're like, okay, well we might as well see what happened with it. Popped it off and all that sort of stuff. Very, very good vinegar. Very like, good vinegar. Very good vinegar. <laughs> my, my aunt kept it, and she's like, "I'm going to use this for salads and vinaigrettes because yeah. it had it was a white wine vinegar." <laughs> <laughs> which, which is interesting because yeah, because vinegar like usually you need like what's called like a mother or something like that because that you know gives the initial you know 
bugs essentially to convert yeah. it into vinegar. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so your dad's wine basically picked up some some version of it somewhere. Is oh, it in yeah. the bottle? I, I'm sure. Air got in, or you know what? I should take one of this uh, this oaked pear wine and hide it somewhere for 20 years and see if it turns into a nice <laughs> pear. <laughs> Why not? Have a yeah. salad with it at our 50th anniversary. Except it'll be good, and you'd be like, "How do I make this again?" Shit. <laughs> 20 more have, years. I don't have the time. <laughs> now, son, this is what you need to do. You're going to take this, and it'll be like planting trees for my son to harvest in 50 years. That's right. That's right. Hey, son, you're going to pass this on to your son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Don't lose this piece of paper. Yeah. Gen- generational vinegar. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I think the uh, most Italian places have a big head start on you on that one. <laughs> so this one's handmade, local, artisanal. Exactly. Local, artisanal, <laughs> small batch. Um, you know, the way the world's going, we're not going to be able to rely on the Italians forever. It's going to get too costly to import and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, East Van, very good beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's tasty. And... And now we have a table full of, was it, 4, 8, 12, 13 other beers. Yeah, I've got zero issue. But the most exciting beer of all is the newly packaged Missing Piece Blonde in a tall can. In a tall can, ladies and gentlemen. Coming soon to a liquor store near you. And if you don't (laughs) see it in a liquor store near you, ask for it. Yes. There is. Yeah. (gasps) Open the can, see if you can find it. It it was, it's in the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the computer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes so much sense now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah we that just finished two weeks ago was the. It just got picked up today. Just so got picked should, up today. It sh- should be available tomorrow, Saturday, Monday. On the, in the so. AGL system. Yeah. Connect. Perfect. So yeah. It's yeah, already registered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's already it's already registered and showing in the system, but with zero stock. So it's just hopefully, so hopefully as soon some as it gets our, delivered. Uh, loyal liquor stores get excited. They're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Well it's already um, just in time for the weather to warm up. Exactly. Great patio beer. That's right. But yeah, and we also got cold garden, which are actually surprising they're in the tall cans too. That vanilla cappuccino porter is probably the best porter I've ever had. Yeah, you go there every time and order it. Because I remember the last time we had like a, just an after work meeting or something That's there. Exclu- I drink that exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to try other? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like they literally have 19 beers on their board and you're like, nope. <laughs> They're usually sold out of that one. That's It's hard to get to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think... We were there a few weeks ago. I don't think they had it on. Yeah, because it runs out all the time. People love it. Yeah. Uh, and then we also got something there from Medicine Hat. Bruco, I haven't tried before. Uh, we've got some Parallel 49. Um, Sawback Brewery. Oh, Hazy Parallel. We oh, got Parallel some Zero 49's, Issue. Uh, is that their like super alcoholic beer? The Tukes of it is beer? pretty high, but Nine it's not, two. The, other, it's two, not yeah. the crazy yeah. other one. Nine two, yeah. <laughs> which is still very you know crazy for as far as canned beers go. That's that's a lot. <laughs> it's still pretty high. Yeah. I grabbed these ones today. Vanheim. Oh, zero, zero issue. Yeah. That's one of their newer ones too. Yeah. And then uh, 
This one is called Airstream. That's Superflux. Okay. Is that? Oh, that's from Superflux in BC. Yeah. yeah. It is a. That's why I hate these ones. Oh, <laughs> India Pale in, Okay. And then I picked up two of these ones because I have been told it's very good. Private Parallel Universe. universe. Par- private, private Universe, universe yeah. yeah. <laughs> New England IPA from uh, Cabin. That's the new is that from Cabin or is that yeah, a collab one? Cabin and... Uh, Colorado, born Colorado, maybe? No. I know, don't tell Although you. that would make sense because they're upside upset. Yeah. 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 Because they, they historically the have done collabs in the past. So. Or is that the 88 one? I think they did one with 88. Actually, it might make it, that would make sense because it's got a very... 80s neon Maybe, color vibe yeah, retro to it. Color so. vibe to it. We're doing research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, while we're waiting on that, I guess there is some interesting news got released today. So there was a bill. There's a bill that went into the House of Commons or whatever about removing the excise tax from non-alcoholic beers. Oh, yeah. that, that went through today. That, was that, that, was that, that part of the budget, or was that yeah. part of... Oh, okay. It doesn't say it's a collab. Oh, okay, so oh. it's one of theirs, huh? Yeah. Neat. So, yeah, so, so non-alcoholic beers no longer are subject to excise tax. You know, that's actually good. I, I, it didn't make sense why it was in the first place. It makes place. no sense to put an alcohol-based tax on a non-alcoholic product. Yeah. And what was even weirder was if you had, like, non-alcoholic wine, that wasn't taxed. It was so only it beer. It was only non-alcoholic beer. Only beer was... Was that which none I mean, of the other nothing else? If you had a like a non-alcoholic spirit or wine or anything else, Wait, there's no just tax. beer. Just beer. Well, it's nice to see the huh. government can still do smart <laughs> things every now and then. Yeah. Well, Even if they did it by accident. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> the federal one. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, because. Like, again, like the excise tax is not that much compared to like provincial tax and all that kind of stuff, but it's still like silly is a you know a relic of a, a prior a prior age sort well, of how thing. do you apply an alcohol tax to non-alcoholic exactly and it's beer so it's all underneath it but it's non-alcoholic beer so I, I think anything that incentivizes good non-alcoholic beer is a good direction to go right sometimes you can't you can't get drunk right like i'm i'm a pilot i'm or hoping to get back in the air here again and mm-hmm. alcohol and planes don't mix yeah but I like beer, so having a good craft non-alcoholic beer seems like a great way to go out and have a picnic, right? Yeah. Designated drivers and well, et cetera, absolutely. Et cetera, Designated right? drivers. Yeah, exactly. Designated driving, go out and hang or, out and have a beer with everybody, and or not have, sometimes you know we're, we're all getting older all the time. Like you just sometimes don't, you don't want to hang over. Exactly, you, you <laughs> don't want to hang over, <laughs> and you don't want all that. Non-alcoholic beer is the way to way to go sometimes. Because uh, actually, this I was out with a bunch of uh, new fathers uh, a couple weeks ago, and one of the fathers, because he hasn't drank that much since his kid arrived, had two five percent beers and had to order like a water for his next one. Yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. feeling it, and yeah. it's like, yeah, no, if, if you're not, you know, consistently drinking and you you are getting older and you've got other priorities, yeah, they reach for the non-alcoholic on occasion. So anyway, I, I've tried to make a couple non-alcoholic beers, both of them have failed. <laughs> um, still a work in progress, but at least it's good to know that if we ever figure it out, then there won't be the excise taxes on it, so it'll be at least be a reasonable. Price. Maybe that Is can that, be one of our next competitions. That would actually be a very interesting. Try to make competition of non-alcoholic beers. 
But this this comes to another point because all the hmm. like the the interesting non-alcoholic beers were always very expensive. Like they're more expensive than actual beer because the processing required to make a non-alcoholic beer it's much more intensive, right? Like yeah. it just it takes so much more time. The brewery's got to make a return on what right. they're doing. If they're charging more tax. Then why? What what incentive do they have to make? Them? Well, yeah. and then so yeah. if it, if it already costs them more to make it. And then there's all, still the excise tax on top of it. It means that your non-alcoholic beer is always going to be more expensive than your alcoholic. Yeah, beer. it doesn't make sense when you go, I want a non-alcoholic beer yeah. and it costs just as much or more as a more, regular beer. More. I like, remember looking at uh, like the village stuff was four dollars a can. Yeah. And I was like, I can buy village beer for two dollars a can. Yeah. <laughs> but the non-alcoholic, I'm doubling my cost. Why? Why would I do that? Yeah. So yeah, it's it. Just for the I'm privilege nice. of buying it in Safeway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm in the Safeway and I've got Village Beer. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is definitely a good a good step in the right direction. So, Which actually makes me think, because we, we've talked previously about, like, the Heineken Zeros and stuff like that. And those are well-priced and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I wonder if Heineken's just eating the cost on that to be like, you know what, we'll have it as a loss lead, like, whatever. Import as well. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. It's a little bit different. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kirsten. You want in on the podcast, Kirsten? <laughs> <laughs> she said she's good, yeah. <laughs> what are we throwing in the glass? Um, so I don't know if you had any of these. Uh, the purple can is quite interesting. It's a sour lime pineapple pepper beer. It's more of hers. <laughs> um, Mike doesn't like sours. Fair Neither enough. do I, but I like this beer. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, Irish Red. We can do the Irish Red. I'm also looking at that Zero Issue one. That uh, or the new Zero Issue. Yeah. yeah, I think they got the artist from uh, who does uh, whose is it? Um, Legend Seven's artwork. It looks kind of kind of similar. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all good beer. Eeny meeny miny medicine hat. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of anything we mentioned, Rob choose some shoes. Uh, well, you know what? So I'm gonna it's make kind of four. it's kind of in the season. This is this looks like it's their Pink Boots yep. uh, beer. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, Pink Boots is an organization that supports women in the beer industry, specifically uh, women who are trying to get into brewing, uh, which is kind of nice. So every year there's what's called a Pink Brute. Pink Boots Brew Day, and a lot of breweries get together in support of this Pink Boots Society and make a beer. Yeah. So usually it's either amateur, uh, it's amateur home brewers who get in, or it's uh, uh, women who are interested in getting in the industry. So like going to school for uh, for like agriculture college or something like yeah, that. like uh, brew mastery or anything along the lines of that. And it's just like yeah, like we'll come, we'll make a beer, and you know, learn the process and all that. So. Smells really nice. Rebel Daughter 2.0. So, oh, I guess what what's big part about this is it's always um, there's always a Pink Boots hop blend. So if you're doing it, they give you a, a, spe- a special blend of hops that they do for all of these beers. Oh, so it's like the common element through them. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. Oh, okay. but you can do whatever you want with it, but they're like, here's the hop blend. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So it's like similar to the Iron Brewer thing, where it's here are your hops and you can do. Except it's not a competition. It's just, it's like, just no. It's, 
this is a common theme through all the beers yeah, that are going to exactly, yeah. yeah. This is a very smooth beer. It is. Incredibly smooth. It is less hazy than I thought it was going to be based on the description, but it tastes very good. And it's got a great aroma. Just a pale ale. Yeah, hazy pale ale. Yeah. To me, it tastes more like a cream ale. Yeah, like it's... Kind of like a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't call it a, a pale ale. It's it, the hop. The hops... Uh, the IBU taste to it is super, super low. I almost thought it was a lager on the first sip because it went down so, so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that kind of a... No, very tasty. <laughs> yes, very good. No, I like that. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Mike's getting all his untapped time in there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's going to look weird because he's at he's at the Atlas Brewery having a medicine hat beer. He's at yep. the Atlas Brewery having a. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm untapped at home. Oh, uh, okay. He's on untapped. Like untapped at home. <laughs> His second home. Yeah. His second home. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Well, I don't know. That's kind of shocking to go between this one and then the. Uh, so I'm drinking. What is it? The Gardens of Guy. Gardens yeah. Of Guy. Yeah. And this this one's a nice full-bodied uh, ESP, so it's uh, I actually really like that one too. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Nice work, man. Oh, there's a whole 400 liters right back there. Oh, jeez, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring okay. over a pony keg and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> take take it home with us. <laughs> it looks like one of them's fermenting nicely. I can see a pile of yeast sitting at the bottom of the this cone one's there. done, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's our... That's another cream ale we're doing. Cream ale, nice. Yep. And then the second fermenter is the double IPA. Nice. Blew so, up, out the top twice. Are all, of oh, your tanks, are all of your tanks full right now? Uh, that tank isn't full. It's a big one. Only one tank. So one, two, three, four out of five tanks are full. Yeah. So Gaia is the last one, and then... Uh, Aphrodite's brewed Aphrodite's today. So. Nice. Yeah, as your wife was saying, that yeah, you've been brewing all week to this week. Three days this week. Jeez. Well, Friday last week, and then Monday, uh, Wednesday, today. Jeez. Any usual cycles like once a week? Once or twice. Yeah. yeah. So, so this it. week's been. Yeah. And then and I'm, in, and then I'm invading on Saturday. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. We will be uh, re-brewing our, uh, I, I can't remember if we were talking about that before we started recording or after we started recording, but we will be doing the... Uh, we're going to do a uh, black IPA. A black IPA, our Jasper uh, Jasper beer, again, for our uh, Calgary Beer Fest. Mm-hmm. This time I won't fuck it up. <laughs> Actually, we got to find that guy that came uh, to came afterwards and oh, Tasty yeah. was asking for more of it. Yeah, yeah Hopefully guy, he's coming to Calgary Beer Fest. Yeah, I hope so too. The, <laughs> the proper execution of it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, can I have some more of that? No, sorry buddy. It's uh, yeah. it's, got, it's got a rubber taste, man. It's, uh, yeah. it's alright. It's alright. <laughs> Shit happens. Well, the, Shit the happens. fact that he was willing to look past it and love the underlying beer makes me excited to taste it uh, once it's uh, it's doesn't have that or he was cut the entire weekend it was that too it's uh as mentioned on our previous podcast 
the uh, the Jasper is a lot more free flowing with the alcohol, since uh, people are. Uh, I, I really like that show. Yes, the Jasper show was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Calgary wanted to be that that this year too. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, like it, good energy, a lot of people back. It'll be warm out as opposed to. There won't be any COVID restrictions. Yeah, 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 yeah that'll, that'll be the be main great. thing. Yeah, everybody gets their little mug. Everybody gets their little mug. Yeah, and there won't be this like, okay, get your sample. Now Can go to a different table, table take your mask off. And it's like, nobody's, like, that. that's a tough thing to do, right? Yeah, because, like, we consistently got in trouble at the uh, Calgary one for people hanging around the booth and talking to us because we were a new brewery, so they wanted to talk to us. and They want to understand what... <laughs> and, and, like, we were wanting to talk to them, too, but then security just kept on coming by and being like, nope, got to go to the table across there, and you got to go over here, and you... Um, it, it was a bit easier at the Edmonton show because they had more standing tables just spread all around. So it was them literally going like three feet away instead of going going like eight feet away and yeah. sitting down. And so. it kind of shows like the the showrunners learning from what worked, what didn't work, right? Yeah. Like, and so the the nature of things changed a bit. And then even Jasper was still under some restrictions and mm-hmm. changed a little bit as well. But excited for the shows coming up. Yeah. I booked time off for it, so yeah, it should be good. Oh, that reminds me, I gotta book time off. <laughs> I, I need to do that too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Calgary yeah. and Edmonton. So you're here Saturday, bro, right? Yes. And then I think I'm back Monday, probably. With okay. one more. It's a collab with that Mexican brewery. Oh, nice. So we're gonna do a Mexican premium. That's a right, Mexican yeah. Yeah, Mike yeah. was just down in, cool. uh, in Mexico. Just yeah. came back. Uh, Bucerias. Bucerias, nice. Oh, Bucerias. Oh, it's been many years since I've been to Bucerias. Via da Banderas Brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. So hmm. we, we shared a recipe when we were down there that he does as a Mexican lager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, uh, but a cream ale. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so you take this recipe and use an ale yeast. He's like, what? <laughs> I can do what now? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I don't have to keep stepping my fridge down? Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't get me started about luck. <laughs> I'm doing one right now. <laughs> got one going right now. He, uh, his fridge was about 10 feet by 10 feet. Yeah. And he wheeled his fermenters in. Yeah. And then stepped set the down. temperature down. Wow. Bit by bit by bit. Bit by bit wow. by bit. That would take a long time. And he time. would wait for the last one to finish and then pull them all out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he wouldn't even pull one out because he, he didn't want to screw anything up. Yeah. Right? Huh. <laughs> and then cold crash it. So he cold crashed the same way. He'd drop his fridge to two wow. Celsius. And so that, and like especially down in you know Mexico, like a fairly tropical, close to the equator oh, yeah. uh, area, that's a... A little bit of heat rejection. Yeah, it's a little bit. That's a bit of. Uh, well, I was going to say pain in the ass to do. <laughs> yeah, another way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when you go down in uh, winter and the uh, when the locals are starting to wear like their uh, uh, long sleeves sh- uh, shirts and all that kind of stuff because it's getting cold for them, but it's still 22 degrees Celsius at night. At night, <laughs> and they're like, I'm still sweating bullets in my room, sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you pick the Canadians out because you're still in shorts. You're still in shorts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay, at this one particular place, uh, there was a Canadian pool because it was the unheated pool. Oh. So the uh, the heated pools were all at like. Uh, I have no idea, like 80, 70, 80 degrees, but the Canadian pool was just whatever the air temperature was. It was like closer to 50, 60, and only Canadians were there. <laughs> and I guess some Minnesotians and, you know, people close to the Northern Fortnite. States, yeah. Yeah, Fortnite parallel. <laughs> <laughs> it was December when we went to the uh, Riviera Maya, the resort yeah. we normally go to. We were in there at the swim up bar, mm-hmm. and people knew we were Canadian right away. There was nobody else. Yeah. In there. <laughs> <laughs> that pool is too cold. Yeah, but the booze is here. But the booze <laughs> warms you up. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm just fine. It's still, it's still warm water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think before we ramble on too long, we should maybe. Uh, we should probably cut the episode. Probably start to. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I just figured it was just going to. At some point, die out. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, Rob, as the editor, was just going to be like, like, and now we're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just have to do a separate thing, like, and cut. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they drank happily ever after. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good way to end the show. And they drank happily ever after. Cue the music. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah, let's. Uh, so, again, we've been live on location at Atlas Brewery. Uh, Mike, do you want to give us a plug for, uh, for your spot? If, if people want to contact you or see or uh, come see your brewery, what, what would they do? Uh, well, atlasbrewing.ca. Atlasbrewing.ca. That's, our, that's yeah. our website. And then uh, we're in Kingsview Market in Airdrie. If you know where Abe's is, we're right across the street from Abe's. And it's right on the corner, so you can't miss it. Oh, you bet. And, uh, and if you want to reach us at Solutions Brewing, listen to a different episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess that wraps it up. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Mike. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Mike, for having yeah, no us. Worries. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Get in this, bro.